Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Carl's back. What's up? Baby Soft Mike's back. <laughs> How y'all doing? Mm. I'm going to be sorry I answered to that. <laughs> <laughs> Our Bible verse this week is Matthew six thirty three, and I'm reading from the ESV version. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Our topic this week is burdens. And it's funny that the person who suggested this topic is not at the table. I thought you did. You did? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought Bob did. Oh, no. Yeah, it was me. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, huh, my bad. I was super confused there for a second. <laughs> I thought Bob did. No. But Bob must have chimed in after. Oh, yeah. He said something. Yeah, because he said it, that yeah. opens up a whole can of worms, basically. And yeah. Oh, how <laughs> how true is that? Yeah. Well, I just had to pick on him since, you know, it's he's not here. Yeah. So. Part-timers. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but that... It, it does open a big can of worms, really. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your burden? No. So do we want... Do we have time for this? <laughs> like, right. How many parts to this do we have? Are we talking small ones? Are we talking big ones? Like, that's the thing. Yeah. How to tackle it. Because we need to tackle it. Right. Well, and even from another perspective of... Is what I feel is a burden. Maybe you don't, right? You know, maybe Carl thinks it's a big one, and you know, maybe somebody else thinks it's a small one. You know, right. it's, it's yeah. such a, it's such a thing, and that goes back to that heart issue and how is it hitting your heart? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because you can have things that God's talked to you about, and whether it be something that you don't want to do. But you right. know we should because he's putting it on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, obviously, we know the answer should just be yes, let me go. Mm-hmm. You know, give me the ball and I'll run with it. You know, but how often do we? Right. It's kind of more of a, well, it's more well, like a bowling the, ball than let me just slide it down there with the bumpers up, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I know I'm fast, but the last time I had the ball, I fumbled it. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When whoever said this should be the topic, I'll give you credit, Mike. Okay. Check tape. That's in the thing. <laughs> um, I thought about what you said, Carl, probably three, four episodes ago. I already forgot. I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks. So much confidence. <laughs> no, well, I'm just saying, like, but you'll remember once I said, Hi, but like, I'm Tom. When you were talking about how amped up and excited you were about something. And then you didn't feel like everybody else was amped up or excited about what you should have been. Mm -hmm. Like, why aren't you? And, like, in a way, that was your burden. It was, yeah. At the time, right? And then my response to it, my reaction to it, turned into an added burden of guilt on top of that, which is how the enemy operates. Right. He'll get you, he'll, he'll put one burden on you, and then he'll get you to slip. And then put the burden of guilt on top of that, and it just piles up. Mm-hmm. It just piles up. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing. He'll custom tailor his attacks to the individual, oh, like we were right. talking about. You know, everybody's burden is different. That's because the attacks are tailored to you. Mm-hmm. He knows what's going to push your buttons, what's yeah, going to weigh absolutely. you down. He's the ultimate button pusher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
And I thought my wife was my ultimate button pusher. <laughs> and she's going to listen. She's, she's going to yell at me in the car. But she's second. I won't be there. Yeah, she's second. Yeah, because yeah, like he was talking about, it's you know, it's it's. I think that when you get that any type of 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 a f- overwhelming feeling that God's putting something on your heart, you are you're ready to just sprint to whatever you got to do, mm-hmm. and you're like and. The creative juices, no matter how uncreative you think you are, just start flowing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hey, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. And you're ready to go, and you're willing, and you're putting in the work. And then, you know, you, you take it to somebody who you, you think that they're going to get it. They're mm-hmm. going to get it. And and then I'm gonna and I'm gonna add in here, God's put it on my heart, so I know that's going to fire them up too. Yep. Right. And then it's like, hold yeah. on. And then Hold you get the, on. you get that lukewarm response. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not a bad idea, but I think you're putting the cart before the horse a little bit because it's not our timing. Right. Yes. And that is one of the, unfortunately, one of the biggest kick in a pants sometimes that I think we all face and it all becomes, it becomes a burden to us. Yeah. Because, you know, we all always talk about our choices and how, you know, it's usually just our bad choices that have put us in a bad situation. Obviously, we know that's not always the case, but you know when we get like that and we're we're going in that direction and we're trying to charge hell with a water pistol, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not a super soaker; it's the little dollar store, ch- 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and we're wanting to do that and we're wanting to do it, and then we get stalled. Then we have two we have two decisions to make. We we put our faith in God and we give it to Him, and and whatever His timing is, we do it. Or we let it get us down. Mm-hmm. And we step back a little bit and we step away thinking, well, I tried it. I tried to do exactly what he told me to do. But then I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't do it. So why even try? Right. Why even try? You know, and I've used it before on getting away from my sin. You know, well, I, I screwed up. I'm done again. Mm-hmm. You know, because somehow God dying on the cross for my sin, it was a one shot deal, right? Right. Yeah, I got to be turn around and be perfect. No, that's not how it works. Right. That's not how anybody. Well, not, I shouldn't say anybody. How nobody should ever describe it. Right. You know, because yeah. that's not what it says in the Bible. But rarely do people describe it that way. But they act like that's the case. Yes. You know, it's it's a temptation to view it like that. That I messed up. So done. Yeah. Like once you once you become a believer, that's your only chance. And right. if you if you fall off the wagon at any point after that, you're just yeah lost. Yeah, and that's, not, that's not how that's not how any father treats a son. I or daughter. pray for forgiveness nightly. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, I say honest to God, but He knows <laughs> right, nightly. Yeah. I am sorry, and I even and I <laughs> I don't want to say the stupid prayer. Um, I even say the in thought, word, and deed. I mean, you know, because nobody knows like he knows. Mm-hmm. But I have to be able to humble myself to that mm-hmm. and realize that it wasn't just what he saw. It's also what he knows I thought, what I said under my breath, you know, or mm-hmm. anything. Right. You know? Yeah. The picture I stayed on too long on TikTok or whatever. Yeah. You know? And it's it just, he knows. Above all, he knows. He still sent his son to die for me because he knew everything I was ever going to do. You know? If that doesn't humble you, nothing will. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, you just you just think about that that walk that he took, you know, carrying his own cross and the beating that he took, and the. Uh, and I think, sorry to cut you off. Oh no! But I also think that when you hear the word burden, most times it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But it can be a good thing too. Mm-hmm. We just aren't trained to think that way, mm-hmm. right? Right, like it. I think burden always has a negative connotation. Yeah, to it. I mean, no matter you know, but and and I don't know how to flip that. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I know where you're going. You know, it's I've had the burden on my heart to do this or to do this for God and for the kingdom of God, and it feels somewhat like a burden, maybe because I don't want to do it. Right. But at the same time, it's nothing but a blessing. Right. Yeah, it's his way of directing you, right? It's probably what you're talking about, yeah. Ronnie. Like yeah. sometimes he'll use a burden to direct you in the direction he wants you to go. Right. Yeah. Now, at, in the moment, and that might not feel like a good thing. No. I mean, I would say probably not a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes during. Yeah, but then also, like it could be the burden or the added pressure, maybe, of you know you're where. He wants you to be, but it's your humanness that makes it put that put that burden on yourself that it has to be a certain way mm-hmm. or it has to not be perfect, but you want to see it this way. You want to see it that way. And then, which is kind of a negative burden, but it's, but it's not, it's push. It's what's pushing you. To do the things that you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Or for the good anyways, right? Like, we're talking about the good part of it, not... Yeah, like his, like his way of, of lighting your fire so you can shine. Right. You know what I mean? So you or can illuminate you out of your where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a lot of us, all of us around the table, some that aren't here, has put that good burden on us. And we feel that added weight. But it's not a bad added weight. Mm-hmm. It's not extra baggage. It's not. It didn't come as a box trailer, and then all of a sudden it's a twelve foot trailer that we're pulling. Mm-hmm. It's. It's like we're carrying it with pride, almost. Yeah, it's like a weight that keeps it in your mind, so it, it keeps it in your focus yeah. point, like an anchor. Yeah, right. It keeps you anchored. There's a couple that I thought about for myself, like burden wise that always goes back to and it's always something that I talk freely about on here but I don't do a very good job off air (laughs) (laughs) right and that's feeling the regret and the burden of not coming to Jesus sooner Mm -hmm. yeah because of my kids for my wife Mm -hmm. for my friends you know, like that's to me like the what if game yeah. is a huge burden. Yep. Uh, no, I'm I'm right there with you. We, I mean, because I've talked about it too. You know, sitting in a church pew for almost 20 years of just checking the boxes and not really making an impact for Christ, being a figurehead in multiple ways in that church, but not really doing anything godly. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you 
how do you in any way take pride in thinking that you were doing the good of God when you weren't truly doing anything for God? It was politics. It was, mm-hmm. you know, it was really all it was. And it was just a lot of it. Like I took to prayer to say, is this what I should be doing? And I got the answer that yes, it was. But then whether it was I wasn't bold enough and I wasn't courageous enough to do things and to try to bring it back to him as opposed to just going along and doing it like the church had always done it or what, you know, I, I feel that burden on me. Right. You know? Yeah. All the things that you just said, yeah. right? Like, uh, I don't want to repeat them because yeah. you said it amazingly, but I also think for me too is the, I don't, I'm trying to search for the right word, but like the letdown too. The non-transparent part of me that puts stuff on the shelf, mm-hmm. right? I that I don't prioritize it maybe the right way. I prioritize it my way and not his way. Be like, oh, well, I can get that later. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. w- this isn't making such a fuss or doing whatever so let's put that over here for now because this thing's crying harder or get it, louder get it started on Monday yeah it started on Monday yeah right yeah yeah you brought notes with you no it's not notes oh yeah you'll you'll get this later okay <laughs> for me uh, for me it's 100% the burden of the past Mm-hmm. Like similar to yours, Ronnie, but not how long it took me to come to Jesus, but my behavior after I did. You know what I mean? In the sense. Oh that I yeah, I got that too. Yeah. Um, almost every week, I find for the past few weeks, I'll look back. At, you know, and and usually it's before you bring the topic to us, or sometimes after. But I'll see that I've struggled with it all week long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This week it was after. This this morning was rough. Really rough. Uh, you told us the topic last night, Mike, about, you know, burdens and stuff like that. And I was I was going to bed last night, and I, I had no idea what I was going to talk about, to be honest. I was just repeating myself, you know. And I just went to bed. And this morning I had a dream. And... It just, it, it reminded, I'm not going to get into details because it was awful, but it just reminded me of the sins that I've committed in the past that I've been begging him to forgive me for ever since. And it was, I was engaging in it and woke up in the middle of it. And I'll be honest, guys, I was just crushed. I woke up to that and I was just crushed and defeated. And, you know, I, I went into the other room. And I just, I'm, I'm just praying to him and begging. I'm like crying. I, I broke down. And I'm begging him. I'm like, is this the overflow of my heart? This is the trash that I'm dreaming about. Is this who I really am? You know, do I even really belong to you? You know, like it, it, it got me to that place where I felt like I wasn't even forgiven. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, if this is what's flowing out of my heart, who am I? And while I, while I was in the middle of praying that, the overflow of my heart prayer, kid you not guys i i had talked to a guy at at church yesterday morning that needed somebody to talk to 
while I was waiting for Pastor Cole to come over so he could talk to him. In the middle of praying that, Cole, I got a notification that Cole sent me a message. And it's not like Cole and I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. I really barely know him. You know what I mean? It's probably the third message that you know, your pastor sent to me ever. Mm-hmm. And the other two messages, I messaged him first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's right. never messaged me out of nowhere, and he did. And all I said was, I want to thank you for sharing truth and love to that young man yesterday. I really appreciate your heart and love for people. While I'm praying to God, asking him, is this my heart? Mm-hmm. Is this the overflow of my heart? In the middle of that, he stirs cold to send that message to remind me, no, that was your heart. Right. Mm-hmm. That was your heart. Yeah. But, man, it's so easy to be weighed down by the burden of the past, like your guilt and your shame. And yeah, because we have to remind ourselves all the time, God's forgiven us. Mm-hmm. You know, past, present, and future. The ones that don't forgive are us. We don't forgive ourselves. Yeah. And we have to get to that point. Yeah. I mean, we really do. You've got to let go of the past. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard. Oh, no. yeah. It's, it's, it's not easy at all. I think that was the big reminder. I, th- I think that's what he wanted me to get out of this is, yeah. you know, you're still holding on to things that you've done that I've let go. Mm-hmm. I think he's telling me, I've let this go. Right. But you haven't. Mm-hmm. You're not letting it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was wild just to give you guys an idea. I mean, you guys know, but those of you listening, an idea of how he works. Yeah. I check. I don't have Messenger on my phone. You know, mm-hmm. so I get notifications through Facebook, but it's just like random when it sends it. So I just, right. it just yeah. happened to randomly tell me, hey, Cole sent you a message. Oh, okay, wow. I'll check this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The only reason I noticed this other message is because I was checking Cole's message, but somebody else that I don't really know personally had sent me a message five hours previous to that. So probably about the time I was having this dream. You know what I mean? And he was asking me for, to pray for a guy that he knows because he's his words burdened by the memories of the past. Mm. I kid you not, that was his words. He wanted me to pray for that guy, specifically for that. Mm. Like God's way of saying, hey kid, just in case you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Here it is to drive it home for you. Yeah. Right. My main one, which is crazy, because I wasn't going to talk about it, because I'm to popular belief I don't like to draw attention to myself mm-hmm. <laughs> but so as of this recording in two days because you you brought this up in your story mm-hmm. yeah but my biggest burden is coming to him and not acting like I came to him okay yeah. so I came to him four years ago around about four years ago in two days when this recording initially comes out, it'll be my two-year sobriety day. So that means in two years, I didn't follow that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Because I'm not a math teacher. I don't play one on the podcast. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I'm not very good with numbers, but four and two... Don't add up. They're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And then that's my burden because because the day this episode drops is like bittersweet. Because it's awesome. Because I am going forward and not falling. Mm-hmm. But it's also that thorn reminder of, yep, like you should have done this like two years before this. Mm-hmm. 
And we don't, like Mike, you said, we like to remind ourselves about the thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I have my app on the phone that I consciously put on there, that I consciously, and maybe my wife doesn't even know about it, every night before I go to bed, I mark another day. It's just how it works. Yeah. Like, I could have had the continuous clock one. Right. But I wanted me to make the effort. You're putting yourself into accountability. To put that check on right. that calendar day. Yeah. And it's not like... Because it is. Your I Bible mean, devotion apps where right. you could just hit the check marks. There's a series of questions. Yeah. So, like, it's a fail-safe, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely right. Like, you know... So it's not like I could just be like, yep, did that day, and I'm done. Or, oh, crap, I forgot to do last two days. So check, check, check. Right. Yeah. And that's, again, I mean, that's such a huge thing. You know, you know that you've you've gotten to this point because of Christ in your life. No other reason. But you've also put in the work. You know what I mean? So don't discount that. No, yeah. I mean, I know you. I know you that you're humble enough. You're not going to be boastful and stuff about. Look at me. Look at what I did and everything else. And that's. But we we got to remember, just like we heard yesterday. You know, you have to celebrate the now. Mm-hmm. You have to. You know, and and I, because I've been so guilty of this as well, to where if you don't, then that's when I think the enemy comes in and it's like, what good is it? Look, what good is it? Right. You know, you just did, went, went right back into it. And some, again, sometimes some of the s- smallest stuff, cussing, you know, whatever it is that's, that is on your heart that you have struggled with. And like I've said on here, it used to be a noun, adjective, verb, and everything for me. You know, that's mm-hmm. the Marine Corps way, you know. But it, it was it's one of those every time I still do it or even think it, I'm on myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but I, you still have to make that decision each and every time. Mm-hmm. To I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be held accountable. I'm going to check that check mark, not to just check the box, but you've put it in place to, to where you have to hold yourself accountable, and you're also surrounding yourself with people that know how you act now and how you acted then, mm-hmm. so that if there is an issue or if you know Ronnie is throwing a pity party and he gets too far off. We're going to smack him back in place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, you're the same fail safe for some of us, Yeah, you know, and, and it's the, it, because it is, it's the, it's the not just saying, how you doing? Oh, okay. You're okay. It's the, I know better. That's not you. Something's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to get to know people to notice yes. that, you know? Yeah. It's like you said on the digging deeper series which we'll go into detail more about that later. But, like, Bob, I get to pick on him because he's not here. But <laughs> You pick on him when he is here. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> but Equal opportunity. You can tell because he wears it on his face. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, even when he doesn't want to. Right. When something's bothering him, you mm-hmm. know something's bothering him. Now, when yeah. something's on his heart, yeah. Yeah. It, it leaks out of his pores. Mm-hmm. You can see it. And he won't Not let literally, it go that'd easy. be gross, but he won't let it go easy. You know, I mean, that's when you got to, and that was who I was talking about with the pushing. You know, mm-hmm. no, I know better, and that's we were talking before we went on recording <laughs> about how important it is that when you're on this walk, living life with people, yeah, and to be in your mess, 
to be in the times that you can glorify God, which is always, obviously, but in the good times, in the bad times, and the people that you surround yourself should be the ones that are going to lead you back to Him no matter what. And they're going to say, you stepped out. You stepped out of line. So what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He still loves you. You're still good enough. He still chose you. He still died for your sins. You didn't screw it all up with one thing. You know, even though we put that on ourselves. We and, do. You know, right. that yeah. burden again. But that's who you need to surround yourself with. And see, and I think going full circle here is like, that's the bad and good bur- burden in my situation. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the bad is uh, I'm looking backwards at shoulda, coulda, woulda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's the good burden part of I put myself through that. And now it's placed on my heart to help other people through that. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Because that's actually the prayer. I, I read a, a chapter from an A.W. Tozer book before I came here. And the prayer at the beginning of it, that's what he was actually talking about, is we have to we have to be consciously moving forward with the spirit rather than being anchored and tethered back to the past mm-hmm. instead of looking back. It's like what you talked about, Mike, you know, have that, that accountability. I'm glad you said what you said a minute ago, though, because there is that delicate balance. We have to have that accountability, like for cussing, mm-hmm. as an example, because I struggle with that too, man. Like yeah. everything. Like I said the F word more than duh. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Right. Yeah. And I, I wasn't even in the military, and right. that was my favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> right? It, yeah. Like, and now when I hear it, like I cringe. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I do too. And you know, you know, it takes it takes prayer, it takes his help, and all that stuff. But there's the accountability of, of like you said, making sure that you recognize when you're slipping on it. But at the same time, not getting getting so entrenched in the accountability that you excessively flagellate yourself when you do slip up. Because I've caught myself doing that. I'll slip up on a word, and it's you know maybe not even I don't. It, it can be something minor, mm-hmm. but I know it's something that shouldn't come out of my mouth, and I'll be like, oh man. He hasn't changed anything. I'm not transformed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just as debased as I was before. There's there's that there's that danger of of excessively criticizing yourself to the point where it's not humility anymore, it's self debasement. Right. And that's right. not good. Right. He doesn't want that for it's us. It's like repentance almost. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and now that you've gotten so used to the penance, like you're almost want the pain. Yeah. Right. You get addicted right. to it almost. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. You're like, let me flog myself. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, that's really what it is that mm-hmm. you're doing. And, you know, because, again, nobody can wreck us down like we can. Right. It's so unfortunate. It is. Because I, I lived that and for so many, so many years. You know, I'll make the joke first so nobody else can. And nobody else can yeah. hurt me if I'm hurting myself. Right. Yeah. You know? If I throw the first punch, then yeah, everything else is downhill after that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I've been there, too. Like the class clown. Right, mm-hmm. like I'll make everybody take their attention off of me, so that way, either I don't get picked on or you know whatever. But like, I'll divert the attention away from me onto somebody else, bully style, I guess. Yeah. Because did I you finally it. admit it? <laughs> no. Check it. Check it. <laughs> Note to self: edit that out. <laughs> no, but I mean that's. Your defense mechanism, yeah, right or wrong, yeah. that's that's what it is, and most of the time it's wrong. Like right. it's the wrong thing to do, yeah. And like I said, like that word was my favorite word. 
now I hear it and I cringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, like the lesser cuss words, like I say that like sarcastically because <laughs> there is no lesser one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. That one's just the most popular, probably, is probably the more accurate term. But, like, every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, that's okay. To myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'm like, not really. No, it's not. Right. No. Right? Like, yeah. now you went from this word to this word. Right. You're just replacing one with the other. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. No. I'm right there. I, I mean it. Daily, I mean yeah. daily, honestly, and it, you know, it, it's it's a shame to see to say that, but it's you know, people driving erratically, and first thing I want to do, you know, because again, I get I go to Columbia when I take her at least three days a week, so it's good to see all the blissful people that, and, and how they drive, and oh, stuff, yeah. you know, so it's like it's like whew, you know, but could you imagine I, trying to stop cussing in Iowa? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my heart goes out to those people. <laughs> Or New York, yeah. I mean, and I love. Texas. I know why you said Dallas. Iowa, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we just came back from Kansas City, and like, I wasn't driving. Yeah, <laughs> still make you mad. Yeah. Still made me mad. I was like, really? You're an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, and they probably weren't an idiot. They probably had every right to be driving. Erratic. That's right. But, you know. you got to remind yourself. <laughs> Jesus loves them as much as he loves you and yeah. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. You got anything else, or do you want to pull the, the needle on this one? I think I'm good. I think so, too. Are you sure you're good? Well, <laughs> it's all right to not be good. I just can't stay there, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Copyrighted. I do want to... <laughs> I think I will add, before we go to the final thoughts and stuff, I just want to say I heard somebody say, again, I've heard this so often, uh, you know, the Bible says that he won't give us more than we can handle. No, it doesn't. It does not say that. Right. He absolutely will give you or allow you to have more than you can handle. He'll let you be burdened by way more than you can carry because the objective is to get you to depend upon him and his strength to carry it with you. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. I would encourage people to remember that, that if, if you feel overburdened, you need to lean on him. Mm-hmm. He's strong enough for it, but you may not be. Right. Should have saved that for my final thought, maybe. Mm-hmm. You got anything else, or do you want to? No. Go into. You want to start landing the plane? Yeah, I guess so. I better go first because I see there's like looks like a couple pages there. That's I'm not fine. following that. That's not even from me. I'm not following it either. So you want to go first? I'll go after you. Um. I'm just going to, I think, just try and remind everybody of of who God is and that he's faithful. You know, he's the one that's never let us down. He's the only one. He never will, never has. You know, we have to, we have to put our trust and faith in him and him alone. Nothing of this world. I think for me, we talked about it a little bit, but, and this is, I'm saying this out loud for myself is that you have to always look at the burden negative and positive. Yeah. But focus more on the positive part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's not a positive part on it, then do something about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, yeah. Focus on what he's teaching you through, right? Yeah. Carl? 
So yesterday, so I read this today after the struggle I shared earlier from this morning to timestamp it. It's October 9th. <laughs> You're going to let me make a note of that. Strike <laughs> one. Need some sound effects. Boing. We went to church with you all yesterday. And this is my daughter, my 13-year-old's notebook. And I noticed that she was writing this during Pastor Cole's sermon. And she wrote this from beginning to end before he had time to finish. I don't want anybody to think I snoop through her stuff. I don't. But for some reason, I felt like I was supposed to read what she was writing yesterday after what I struggled with. And this is what she wrote. You and the sea. I went there. I know I shouldn't have, but I don't care. Never will. I would have done it again and again till the day I die. But you took me back. I fought and I fought and I fought, but it was no use. I tried to keep on going, but you wouldn't let me. I hated where I was, not wanting to stay, not wanting to ever go back. I tried. I took my boat. I took my oars. I pushed it out. I got in. I was in the sea. I was in danger. I didn't care. I wanted to go far away to never go back. If it would have taken death, I would have done it. Time and time again I tried but it didn't work. So I tried to leave again and again, but it didn't work. The waves kept bringing me back to shore. I would keep rowing and rowing and rowing, fighting and fighting and fighting, but it didn't work. I always failed. God, you kept bringing me back. I went there. I know I shouldn't have. God, I'm so, 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 so sorry. Thank you, God for always bringing me back and never giving up. Mm. I looked up a, a word. There's a word in biblical Hebrew. It's called a, a goel. And biblically, that translates as, as a kinsman redeemer. There's something like 30 different names for God in Hebrew, and I believe that's essentially one. I think it's a picture of Jesus. And what that means is, I don't think I know, it's a picture of Jesus. And what the kinsman redeemer's job was is they were tasked with restoring a a close family member. So if a if a if a next of kin was sold into slavery for example, they would be tasked with purchasing them back, bringing them back home. When I read this, a name flashed into my head, the God who brings us back. Mm-hmm. He is the God that brings us back. Every time we fight against him and try to row against him, and he's the God that brings us back. Just never forget that. Join us on our Facebook group, Broken Record Ministries. Um, there's a couple of things down the pipeline that is amazing. One thing has already happened this past week and that is Carl and Chris have started the Digging Deeper series where they dive deeper into um, scripture and then they discuss it and it's like this essentially they have open discussion and then a break 
and then they dive deep into Scripture. So. Yep. Like a Bible study. Here's what happened. So Chris and I, you don't mind me sharing a story, do you? Okay. It's your story. Okay. I'm just making sure. So Chris and I used to have a podcast separate called That Philly Faith Podcast. Mike is well aware of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've decided to, to kill it, kill it with fire. And and bring it into Broken Record Ministry. So what you've expected, what you've come to expect with that Philly Faith podcast, that's what we're doing over here. But what you guys don't know is Mike has played really nice on the surface. Mm-hmm. And he's pretended to embrace us and be okay with everything. But behind the scenes, we found out too late that he was he was cozying up with our stockholders and he initiated a hostile takeover so here i am i'm i'm a bond servant of broken record ministries chris got drug along with me and we're just trying to pick up the pieces so we're going to do our best we hope hope you enjoy what you do and i didn't realize my middle name was elon (laughs) he musked us No, I think that's great, and and we have a couple of other things coming down the pipe, pipeline too. That yeah, are still in the in the early stages, but and hopefully there'll be podcast form as well. Yep, additions, but also you know outward reach type stuff. Um. Wow, I hope that didn't get caught on the mic. Is it Elon? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm really excited about that too because I, 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 lo- I love what we do here, obviously, or we wouldn't have ever done that. But I also, the early stages of Broken Records, it was there was those super fans that was like, we could listen to a new episode all the time. Well, it's mm-hmm. cool, but like, and I'm glad you think so, and I'm glad you want more episodes. But like, there's only so much time in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, to give more content is amazing. That's exciting for him, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have a conference coming up. Uh, all broken, two. Broken but not shattered. Yeah. First take. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no editing needed. Right. And it is what it says it is. It's for all, for everyone, young, old. Um, I think our recommendation for kids would be 16 and up, but, like, we're not the parents. Like, yeah. you know your kids, so you think they need to hear it if they're spiritually mature enough to hear some of the things that could be said. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, Mike gets to speak twice. Yeah, I don't know who ordered that one up. <laughs> Your son, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's going to be a great time, October twenty second, three to eight, um, at downtown Moberly at the Fourth Street Theater. Just go to eventbrite dot com. You can search all broken records. Get your ticket. We were blessed enough that um, we have shirts made. And so with the purchase of a ticket, you get a free shirt while sizes last. Mm-hmm. Yes, first come, first serve. First yeah. come, first serve. So you want to get there early? Get there early. 
Um, I think that's it for all the nonsense type stuff. I had more, but I'll, I'll stop. No, uh, <laughs> well, there's there's always more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> Carl, would you please pray us out? Absolutely. Gracious Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for all that you do for us on a daily basis and for always being there for us and being mindful of us even when we don't deserve it. Thank you for this opportunity to speak your word, and I pray that I pray that every syllable that came out of our mouths was from you, and I pray that it would fly far and land exactly where it's supposed to, to draw many to you into a relationship with you. If anything was not from you, I pray that it falls flat. Just give you all the praise and all the credit. We just thank you for always being the God that takes us back. Give you all the glory and all the praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And until next time. Welcome to Michael's Ministry. Catch you on the flip side.